works. Or more importantly, why iOS 14 didn't really have nearly the level of impact that most people said. Yes, it did cause concern to folks, but we're going to get into why that happened and why it isn't an excuse that you should use anymore. And honestly, if it is a problem, what you can do to overcome that issue right now. That simple. So when you walk out of here, you're going to get one of three big things. Because we're going to cover the history behind how Facebook works with you. We're going to cover how it tracks information. We're going to cover the data set that they use inside of the auction as well as the optimized CPM environment. And then we're also going to get to iOS 14. But I said, the three big things you can come away from this is number one, you are going to feel confident and no longer blaming iOS 14 and have an action plan to make your account better right away. Number two is if anytime you see somebody says, well, iOS 14 is the reason we're having a problem and we're really struggling right now, you're going to be able to point to them and understand what they don't understand about Facebook ad platform and be able to help them out to make them better. And number three, you're going to have the confidence to understand that actually the next couple of years is going to be one of, if not the greatest boom in e-commerce that we we have ever seen on the back of Facebook ads. Let's go! First thing, I understand that people have had problems. I just want you to know that I'm super excited about the fact that they don't have to be problems. And number two, I know you could be literally anywhere on the internet right now, but you've decided to pay attention to me. I'm going to try to not yell so much during this thing. I'm just super passionate about it because honestly, I've seen a lot of people a lot of folks that I respect blame iOS 14 for why they're not being successful when really the issue is they never adopted the practices that are going to prevent iOS 14 from being a problem. And that's a really big issue. Primarily, to cover it right out of the gate, the number one reason that iOS 14 caused problem for advertisers is because they refused to do things the proper way for the several years leading up to the release of this. And here's a big thing that's gonna drop. Google is going to do the exact same thing in a couple of weeks or months, or by the time you watch it, it might have already happened. So we're going to cover today, number one, how to set up your account to not worry about it. Number two, why that's not really a good excuse. And number three, the actual quantifiable impact that we're going to see from all of it. So I really appreciate you being here through all of this stuff. Yes, I'm passionate about this stuff. I talk about it all the time. This is what I do because your success is my objective. I want you to walk away feeling empowered and confident, understanding what it is that you should be doing to make the absolute best of your future in Facebook advertising. With that being said, subscribe if you love it. If you have questions or you want to call me out on something, do not be shy to comment and reply. I want to know and suggest anything else that I might be covering, but let's get into it. So the first thing that we have to cover is the biggest data set that Facebook has on anybody. And that is your history with the platform. Now, when Facebook started, Facebook was designed as a PPC platform, a pay-per-click. Now, that meant that advertisers running Facebook ads, in order to grab people, Facebook designed it to operate and look and feel a lot like Google. And that's where interest groups come from, for instance. They're affinity audiences. Now, eventually, Facebook dropped the conversion pixel, moved to an optimized CPM environment, and completely abandoned interest groups for dev purposes. 
That was over five years ago. So when you're using interest groups, understand that you're using a piece of tech that hasn't been updated since before Trump came into office in America. That's how far back the technology you're using. And believe me, if you've ever tried to use technology that's five or 10 years old, it's not that good. Also, thousands of those interest groups are getting deprecated on a regular basis. If you're building your castle on sand, when the tide comes in and you have nothing left, it's not anybody but yourself to blame when you were left holding the bag with nothing to do. So we're gonna really cover in that. So remember, the reason we got to this place is because Facebook was designed to replicate the way that Google worked. Then they invented a new environment for ad advertising and consumer experience to optimize the end user experience on the platform called OCPM. And since then, everything that they built before that was completely irrelevant. Sometimes they keep it around for legacy purposes, but at the end of the day, most of these things are severe liabilities to your success. That's not a opinion, that's a fact. Because at the end of the day, if your entire business is built on something that could disappear tomorrow, and probably will, sooner than later, you're not building a very sustainable business. And that's going to be a problem. So the first thing that Facebook has is your entire history. Now, the average person, the average American adult, let's go with that, has been on Facebook for almost 10 years if not more. And in that 10 years, Facebook has seen all the pages you've liked, all the people that you've talked to. Facebook has seen all the pages that you've engaged with, all the groups that you've joined, all the words that you've sent to people nine years ago, 10 years ago from somebody like me, maybe 11 or 12 or 13 years ago, and what you've done today. Facebook still knows the pages you engage with, what videos you're watching, the messages you're sending to your friends on Instagram and on Facebook and on WhatsApp. They know all the words you're using. They know all the links that you're sending. They know all the videos that you're watching. They know the pages that you engage with. So Facebook has a decade-long nearly profile of who you are. And they understand your behavior and what it takes for you to want to do a certain thing. Like maybe I'm somebody that needs to see an ad 50 times before they get a conversion, but I'm gonna start thinking about it two months in advance versus you might be somebody totally different. But Facebook has this user profile on literally billions of people around the entire world. And why that really matters is because it's a machine learning algorithm, they can look at that near decade on average of data from at least the United States of adult users and understand what gets them to do a certain thing. If they didn't, you wouldn't still be on Facebook anymore because they use this technology to make sure that you engage with people in a way that makes you want to come back and that you engage in the platform in a way that makes you feel good or bad or whatever, but you're getting a dopamine or serotonin hit and you come back. Facebook's exceptionally good at this. And there's no reason in the world to think, well, they're really good at the organic side and Instagram is great at showing me things. And of course, when I click on something during Christmas on one drop shipping offer, I'm tracked by a million things, but also the targeting is complete trash and the system's completely broken. Those two things aren't in alignment. Either it's complete trash and totally broken, or you log on to it all the time, and every time you go to any product or anything else, you're flooded with things exactly like it. Now, the reason you're flooded with it is because the optimized CPM environment 
10, a thing called advanced matching that comes from the Power 5 that was invented in 2017. You should really dive into a lot of that. We have the Disruptor Group did over $100 million in testing to help you five years ago know what you're supposed to do. And I've been teaching that for years and years and years ever since. Second thing that Facebook looks at, your current activity. What pages are you clicking on? What words are you using? What websites have you been to? Now I know iOS 14 and look, we're gonna get there. But what pages ads are you clicking on? Maybe you're clicking on an ad from Adidas that features a certain product that has certain descriptions and comes from a dynamic product newsfeed. So they have the entire catalog description of it. Maybe you're cycling through things. Maybe every time you've done this before, you're most likely to do something like this and you've established that trend of a behavior because Facebook knows who you are over the last five, 10 years, right? Maybe you've been conditioned to behave in a certain way and really it's just a mirror of who you are. So when you've taught Facebook, the machine learning platform to understand how you behave, you continue to behave that way and it understands how to manipulate you or give you what it is that you're asking for to deliver the result that you want, right? Because ultimately, if it didn't, you wouldn't use it, right? Your customers wouldn't use it. There wouldn't be billions of people. And before you say this, yes, Facebook stopped growing. You know who else stopped growing? Google. 20 years ago. Are they dead? No. You know what else stopped growing? Email. Almost 30 years ago, right? Basically, the only real adoption change that has happened in the tech, sorry, that's like 25 years ago, is that more and more people got email accounts. But, but like Gmail as a user base peaked a generation ago. The tech hasn't evolved in 25 years, really. Right? Search is basically search. Now, the tech behind the ad units has changed a little bit, but that's not what people are complaining about when they say, well, Facebook's just... No, Facebook stopped growing because they basically became a standard for literally every person on the planet with a smartphone. Not everybody. Clearly not everybody has it. I'm being a little hyperbolic there. I'm going to call myself out for it. But here's the point. Facebook's projection this year, they fell short. Now you hear you saying that. Well, the guy said iOS 14. Yeah, iOS 14, because of the implication in people's misuse of the ad tech, caused severe problems for some advertisers to spend appropriately. Same thing happened in 2018, same thing happened in 2015, same thing happened in 2010 or 2011. When they added new tech, it became disruptive. They lost some advertisers. And what happened the next year? A boom in spend. What are we seeing already since 2022 versus 2021? Increased spend on Facebook. Globally speaking, they're getting more ad dollars than they used to. Now, that's a trend. It's a projection. I get that. But literally every single time that there has been a disruptive change in the ad tech, there was a push and a growth in the overall spend on the platform every year afterward. That's a fact. Again, objective, objective fact, not an opinion. That's backed by literally every data point available to the public about that matter. So moving forward, one, I want to tell, we're going to address, that was the history of what Facebook has on you, and that's the current activity. Facebook also knows what you're clicking on, right? Facebook knows what content you're clicking on, what type of content you're clicking on, whose content you're clicking on, right? 
Again, maybe you're clicking on Nike's ads. Maybe you're taking on Pizza Hut ads. Maybe you're clicking on some direct consumer thing. Like you're really into, I don't know, some brand. I was about to name a bunch, but I don't want to call everybody out. Let's just say a bunch of things that you thoroughly enjoy. What do you see? More stuff like that, right? Even when you're on Amazon looking for stuff, or maybe Google things, your feed starts to feel like, hey, Facebook knows what I want, it's showing me more things. If your experience is anything like that, then you can't then also say, hey, Facebook is broken. Some people know how to use it. Some people don't. We're gonna fix all of that. The last thing that we have to address here that's really important is banking data and backend shared data where literally almost every e-commerce platform and network shares this information left, right, and center. So let's take an average user experience. Say you logged on, you got a Facebook account in 2010, okay? So you've had a Facebook account for 12 years. You might have literally clicked on content from a thousand different web pages. Uh, Facebook pages. You might have made a couple hundred or a couple thousand friends and unfriended them along the way. You might have started an Instagram account and engaged with 10 or 100,000 or a million pieces of content by now. The like button, reading the description, watching videos, sharing things, messaging people. So you've got 12 years of what amounts to 10, 100, million data points that Facebook can understand your consumer behavior and what you want to see, and also what's most likely to get you to take a desired action that you are happy with and come back for more? Remember, if, if you didn't like ads, you could X out of them all the time, and you know what? You're less likely to see ads. And if you didn't like content, you know what? You would delete your Facebook account. But the fact is, you probably aren't that person. And the fact is, 95% of users are also not that person. So the overwhelming majority of users, let's say, are like this. Let's say they started their Facebook account in 2012. We have a decade of thousands of Facebook pages and maybe over 100 million data points of stuff you've done just on Facebook and inside of their environment with WhatsApp and Instagram and Facebook and Messenger, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now Facebook says, well, you know, every spring you seem to look at flowers, right? And you're searching at stuff. Well, we know what pages you've interacted with for the last seven years. We know about the time that you're coming into that stuff. We know roughly the kinds of things that you're leaning into. We know roughly the kind of content that you've been really enjoying lately. And we know that you've also purchased from these thousands or hundreds of web pages over that decade because the Facebook pixels been placed on all that and your credit card data said so. Now they're never matching this back to you personally. It's all hashed information. But your Mac address, credit card, the payments you've done on all of the apps on your phone because you probably let Facebook track all of your apps and your location and the access to your images and your videos and all of those things on your phone. And then you got iOS 14, and you're like, well, Facebook can't see me anymore. Really? Does iOS 14 block what you're doing on Facebook? No. Does iOS 14 block 
seeing the messages that you send on Messenger? No. Does iOS 14 block the content that you watch on Instagram? No. Does iOS 14 prevent Facebook from understanding content you click on? No. Does iOS 14 block Facebook from seeing you clicked on an ad from Nike, left Facebook, kept it open, but left, came back 15, 20 minutes later, the next day you clicked on a Reebok ad, left, did whatever, came back, let's say they can't see anything that you've ever done on the web page. They know all the pages that you're clicking on. They know all the videos that you're watching. They know what you're trying to do on your phone, right? And most importantly, when you make purchases, Facebook knows. This data has been passed back and forth for like a decade. You used to literally be able to tap into it as a targeting audience on Facebook. Back when I started, that was totally an option. You used to be able to do that on Google too. Now Facebook doesn't let you target people because of that, but do you think that means they don't have it? Really? Let me help you out. Because I have friends in the engineering department and I've literally helped Facebook put together creative testing at CBO and advanced matching. That was the part of the disruptive group testing that I was a part of. Facebook can see all of that. Facebook knows what's in the background of the videos that you're watching. Facebook can identify that, hey, that's a Steelers hat. That's a terrible towel. Right? They, they might know this is a fucking whiteboard. They know this is a Van Halen shirt. They probably know a thousand websites selling this kind of content right now. This, this, this product right now. Facebook probably knows, oh, this wedding ring came from a certain place. Facebook knows that's this type of plant, right? Or, or something along those lines. They know that this lamp came from Ikea, right? It's been in enough videos Facebook can identify. It. The AI has been able to do that for five years now. So my point is, do you really think iOS 14 is blocking everything? Because here's what the algorithm is bringing into when it's trying to understand what impression to give somebody. Let's go through the algorithm at a very high level, but also somewhat detailed. Number one, what is this person likely to engage with, right? What type of content have they engaged with? What type of words are they using? What other pages have they clicked on their content or followed or what type of images or videos has been on their Instagram reel? Why is their discover section of their Instagram reel section so attuned to them? Because they know what you're doing, right? What about this person has happened lately? Second, what behavior is this person showing right now, at least, um, that lets us know what they may or may not be interested in? What behavior can somebody, can get somebody to take a specific action? Well, maybe over that decade, Facebook knows that, well, in, when it's springtime, end of winter, when it's beginning of February, this person's likely to buy some flowers around the 1st to the 5th. Who do you think is going to see an ad for flowers on that day? The person that's never bought them before or the person that's bought them every year beforehand? 
What if you need three to five ads to get it? What if you need 30? What if they already know that you buy from 100 flowers every time? Whose content do you think you're going to see? Even though you don't like the page, you've never followed the page, you've never engaged with it other than to buy it on a regular basis, basically the same week every single year. Do you think Facebook just doesn't care about that? It's sort of like this, you know, quote from Dr. Dre. It's like, what do you think? I, what do you think of my guns? What do you think I ain't got none? Do you think I sold them all? No, still got them. Facebook still has the data. So why wouldn't they use it? I can tell you for a fact that they do. So Facebook has this entire history of, of who you are, right? So we have the current activity that you're taking, plus your entire history, maybe 10, maybe 100 or a million data points and more to understand how to get you in a conversation to get you to a certain place, how to prime you for a certain action, knowing what type of content you like. Maybe your type of content changes because of the people that you're around. Maybe your friends have changed your behavior. Maybe you got married, maybe you got divorced, maybe you had kids, maybe you moved, maybe you graduated, maybe you changed political parties or got tattoos or whatever. Facebook knows. You've told it most of those things, right? Their memories, right? Their announcements, right? Their connections that you're making with people, right? Your phone has been in proximity of these other people. They're also doing all these other things. Facebook knows that. So they have your current activity. They have these hundreds of millions of data points to prime you for something. Plus, they know what your entire social network is doing. After all of that, they also know the things that you're buying on the majority of websites that you've ever bought anything on, and you put ad blockers on so Facebook doesn't know what you're doing today, but they know what you purchased. And that information can absolutely be tracked back to your user experience. Then we get into iOS 14 blocks this little piece. So moving across the screen, like, like trying to understand Facebook sees all your entire history at the very, very, very end of this conversation, right? The very, very end. Like the last 2% of, of the last 3% of the last one quarter of anything that could possibly matter. OIS 14 is blocking what you're doing on the page. Well, clearly that means Facebook is broken. The point here is iOS 14's data blocking isn't hurting Facebook from giving you an experience designed to deliver you the type of platform experience that you've told it you want. And most importantly, what this means is broad targeting allows the ad to define its own lookalike audience of people that also behave. If a whole bunch of people with a million different profiles all behaved in a similar way, who do you think Facebook's gonna show that ad to next? Somebody that looks like those people and behaves like them, that has a pretty high confidence is gonna deliver a desired result somewhere down the way. And whatever that person's customer journey needs to be to deliver a desired action, the advertisers say that they want. Remember, every ad basically makes its own lookalike audience. That's, again, not an opinion, that's empirical fact. That's an analogy, but that's 100% what happens. 
That's why broad targeting works. Because broad just basically says, hey, Facebook, I'm not going to prevent you from showing this, this impression to the right person. Now, instead, you could say interest groups. Oh, this person's interested in something. Now, they might be interested in a positive way or in a negative way. Yeah, they might hate something and talk about how much they hate it every single day. Well, they're interested in it. I'm going to show them an ad. And more importantly, what that interest group really is, is it's a, the entire microcosm of the all available impressions and saying, all right, I want to pay more money to make my ad only appear to these people. Whether they like it or not, I'm going to try to let Facebook, the, 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 the circle of the lookalike audience, Right, let's pretend it's a giant circle. Facebook, I want you to target only the people where in that interest group, let's call that also a circle, where the Venn diagram of that entire ads lookalike audience also happens to cross into that interest group. And then you say, hey, that's working great. Let me throw more money at it. What happens to you? Eventually, you run out of people in that Venn diagram, and then you just start showing ads to people that don't really give a fuck. And then what happens? But one, you're paying extra money to prevent those ads from reaching people who would absolutely be interested. And two, you're giving people a really bad experience. You're forcing your ads on people that aren't interested at all. So you're lowering your page score and raising your average CPM across your entire account. Are your CPMs 30, 40, 50, 60 dollars? Are you running only broad audiences? Are you specifically doing creative testing primarily with dynamic ads to solve specific business problems of trying to either make a certain sales pitch better or reach a different type of person because your ads do the targeting? No? Maybe that's why. The bottom line here is this. iOS 14 was a bad week and a half. After that, what we saw was a decimation of the people that disrespected the customer from having the same results that they did before. Because Facebook's response to that, especially with aggregated events manager and everything else, wasn't just that, oh, we're gonna we're struggling showing ads to people. Facebook also made a very specific point, and they publicly spoke about this, which Apparently, every media buyer willing to blame iOS 14 just doesn't know what happened or is completely willing to ignore it, forgot about it. But they've made a very specific point several times since to say that the end user experience is more important than ever. Whether that's their doubling down on Reels or saying that Instagram is a video-only platform or saying that Facebook is about communities. What does all that mean? All that means is Facebook saying, well, these are the things that people like. So we're going to prioritize those things over something else. And what that really means is, if you don't care about our users, we don't care about you. So your plan moving forward needs to be as fast as possible to move yourself away from things that disrespect your customer and disrespect Facebook. No partnership is strong because one, cust because one partner in that relationship, you and Facebook, where one side of it is wildly disrespectful to the other. Those things don't last. The reason that Facebook hacks don't work is because they're meant to circumvent this. Lookalike audiences and cost cap and all of these other things that totally can work, and I'm not saying you shouldn't use them. There's an appropriate use for them. 
but it doesn't mean they're the best thing for everything. Most of the time, these are incremental options to an environment that is stable and proven. So ultimately, what you need to do is decide, are you going to continue to work harder and harder to pay more and more money to make it more and more difficult for your ad to reach the right person while disrespecting your customer and then complaining that Facebook is more and more expensive? Or are you going to adopt broad? Start using dynamic ads for your testing and move into the warm future for everybody else that's going to have tremendous success in the years to come. That's really your choice. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to tell you that if you want to stop being stressed out and unsuccessful, and you want to stop being a victim of iOS 14, the most empowering thing you can do for yourself is give a fuck about the other person, the other end of your ad. I hope that means something to you. Now, YouTube says you might like a couple of these things. You can go ahead and subscribe. I hope you enjoyed this one. I certainly did. Until next time, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.